Here's what I read in 2019. 21 Lessons for the 21st Century by Yuval Noah Harari. It looks forward, which is always interesting, though perhaps equally uncertain. Depending where you are and your needs, any of his three books could be a hit for you. Anti-Fragile by Nassim Nicholas Taleb. The third of his books I read in 2019. Like many acts that produce and perform for a number of years, he is quite self-referential in this one, but does continue to mine new ground and connect the narrative arc that threads through his work. Surrounded by Idiots by Thomas Erickson is a pop-psych book focused on personalities in the workplace. It's fairly straightforward about the fact that most people don't exhibit a single trait set, and about 80% of people are a combination of two colors in his system. Something Deeply Hidden by Sean Carroll is a good primer on many worlds quantum mechanics and history of the Everett interpretation. It's not overly technical in the sense you won't be required to work out equations to follow along. The audiobook is performed by the author. At the Mountains of Madness by H.P. Lovecraft. I really like the reading on this one. Is there any reference to ancient Antarctic-based civilizations before at the Mountains of Madness? I'm not sure. This one talks about extraterrestrial origins to life as well, which I feel like probably the beginning of those memes, or very near it. A Perfect Union of Contrary Things by Sarah Jensen with Maynard James Keenan gives a lot of depth on his early years and career in art. A nice aspect in the audiobook version is that segments of Maynard speaking are mixed in with the narrator. Good follow-up to the record that came out from Tool that year. The Future of Humanity by Michio Kaku lays down a platform at the current edge of scientific exploration in its early chapters before venturing into the cosmos with a sci-fi tone through the middle section. He closes it out with a primer on string theory. Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell is a pop culture product like taking medicine. It does hit a lot of trendy notes, but the underlying message is that others are misunderstood. While skepticism and caution have a function, opportunity has an expiration date. The Pleasure of Finding Things Out, a collection of interviews and short presentations by Richard Feynman in which he addresses his approach to scientific thinking, and of course the work that ultimately led to his Nobel Award for QED. The person performing the reading does a nice job of dialing into his cadence as well. Range by David Epstein. It encourages analogical thinking that accommodates frequently shifting mental models to remain agile, perhaps even to retain neuroplasticity. It has a solid empirical basis for anecdotal examples throughout. Specialization is only the beginning. Walden by Henry David Thoreau. There's a reason it's a classic. It's a challenge. Walden seems like a quaint recall to an olden days that none of us really know, or English class. It's more than that. It's a time capsule against modernity. Many a traveler came out of his way to see me and the inside of my house, and as an excuse for calling, asked for a glass of water. I told them that I drank at the pond and pointed thither, offering to lend them a dipper. Nothing can deter a poet, for he is actuated by pure love. Who can predict his comings and goings? His business calls him out at all hours. Maybe modern life is finding a way to build Walden in your mind. Conscious by Annika Harris is a nice introduction to the overlay of topics like the mind, 
computation, and what differentiates us as humans from other objects in the universe. The Hour of Land by Tempest Williams is a personal exploration of a life adjacent to the National Park Service that is read by the author in minor keys of sighs and whispers. Political and at times spiritual, she narrates a story of eroding public spaces across the U.S. Few figures loom quite like Leonardo da Vinci. Unfortunately, Walter Isaacson paints the figure in the palette he found success with in the Jobs biography, and that is wholly unfair. There were no less than three references to that previous biography. This one was expertly performed by Alfred Molina, though. Leonardo is a complex figure that was curious. Creativity was a side effect of that. Production was downstream from exploration for him, not a focal point as it was the case with Jobs. Da Vinci didn't put a bicycle for the mind within everyone's reach, but he is worth studying, obviously. Fooled by Randomness, another one by Taleb. Enjoyed this one quite a bit. I feel all right with saying that we as people are not inherently geared to interpret probability, but it's a good skill. How to Change Your Mind by Michael Poland looks back at 100 years of study and media on psychedelics and psychology. It's less research than journal, but he does an excellent job of cataloging what has occurred in Western culture across time. This is the book that was turned into a series on Netflix. Underland by Rob McFarland explores what is beneath the human experience both physically and symbolically. It focuses on the concept of deep time, slow stories of unmaking or making. Highly recommend this book for my analogically minded friends. Forever is longer than we like to think. Appreciating the Nine Fine is a collection of essays and short writings about the different styles of art. I wouldn't include philosophy in with the arts, but it's fine that they did. Film and video is addressed in context of photography and theater. I'm not sure that that's a legitimate fit. I kind of think it has its own craft. Art is the bridge between science and the spirit, in my opinion. When by Daniel Pink addresses the concept of perfect timing. Loosely, harmonic synchronization with your physical and social environments to enhance performance. This book is either too long or too short. It attempts to function like a group of lessons or exercises but diverges heavily into anecdotes without spending as much time on the science as I would have liked. It's good, but I would have liked more. The author performed the reading. Chronicles, Volume 1 by Bob Dylan. I had started this one years ago, but had left the final 50 pages unread and finished them in 2019. The book offers up episodic and truncated glimpses into the artist's early career, the parts that are full of mystique from a previously untapped source. He never finished this series. I don't think he's probably going to. The way he writes, you can almost hear his singing voice coming through at times. There's some excellent turns of phrase and more than a few homages to other creatives Bob knew throughout his formative years. Recent viewers of Scorsese's Rolling Thunder Review get to read Bob in the run-up to the 70s. QED by Richard Feynman. I found this book of lectures in a bookstore on the West Coast and read the last chapter on a beach on the Eastern one. I took a lot of notes for this and you can find them on Twitter if you search for my handle and Richard Feynman. Alistair Bonnet's Unruly Places is a fun look at locations that are in between, forgotten, hidden, or lost. If you're a traveler or cartographer, definitely take the time to check this one out. I'd be interested to hear about places you find compelling that aren't included. I had Reality Is Not What It Seems on the reading list for a long while. 
Carlo Rivelli lays out a narrative through physics to the work being done in the field of quantum gravity just a few years ago. A popular science book, it's easy to digest thanks to its anecdotal nature. A few notes. The greater the distance of an event from you, the longer the duration of the extended present. A universally recognized history of timelines would have to be created considerably after events occur goes into the granular structure of light, known as photons, in conflict to light waves. Electrons only exist during interactions, probabilistically. There are a lot of really good notes on Twitter if you look for the original thread by searching my handle and the title of the book. The Information by James Glick is an excellent look at the development of computation and information theory over the last few centuries. It's a highly detailed narrative that weaves together the intellectual giants who advance the studies of math, language, and cryptography. This one also has a number of good notes if you search for my handle and the title and James's handle. Skin in the Game, another one by Taleb, which was the first that I finished in 2019. The book is anecdotally rich and thoroughly voiced. There are a handful of notes that I think are worth sharing. If you look on Twitter, again, with my handle, and for the title of the book, you will find all of those. Zero to One by Peter Thiel and Blake Masters was on my list for a little while. It's a great book on how startups must gear their operations towards vertical and exponential scaling instead of horizontal incremental gains. Additional notes by searching the handle and title. Own the Room, while not directly about audible tonality and pitch of human speech, it does address what the authors call signature voice in relationship to messaging and group dynamics. This book is fundamentally executive coaching. I listened to an abridged rendition of Finnegan's Wake. Very much recommend taking a listen, even if you have previously read it, to get an audible sense of... This song that never ends. Make Art with Python by Kirk Kaiser is an instruction book for folks that want to explore coding through creativity. And I did an interview with him not too long after getting this book, which is available on YouTube. The Good Neighbor by Maxwell King looks at the life of Fred Rogers as a masterclass about the ideal combination of opportunity and passion outlined in this first official biography. Audiobook read by LeVar Burton, PBS alum. Salt by Mark Kurlansky is an excellent historical look at the resource across cultures that goes back to the earliest attempts to harvest the only rock humans eat. A country is never as poor as when it seems filled with riches. Vienna, 1814 by David King is very informative about the individuals that were involved. Again, this is the Council of Vienna making decisions about Europe after defeating Napoleon. Is this the formal start of the ideas that led to the development of the European Union and the United Nations? I'm not sure, but uh, if somebody can find something earlier, I would take a look at that too. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. This book is over 20 years old, but I had never done it, so it was new to me. Plus, who can't use a spiritual tune-up every once in a while? Change Your Brain by Jesse Payne addresses behavior, neuroscience, and general healthy lifestyle choices for proper brain operation. I did do... A review of this one way back when I was using Steemit. How Google Works by Eric Schmidt and Jonathan Rosenberg addresses both the early development of their search-based advertising platform and the management style that the company has used to make decisions after Schmidt became CEO. A little dated now, but that's all right. 
Finally, some good news by Delicious Tacos is a fun, non-linear, apocalyptic fantasy that synthesizes his staccato blog style into a novella. If you're a longtime fan of Fallout and character-driven stories, give this one a try. Literally on sale now. I worked through about a third of Oswald Spangler's The Decline of the West. I skipped around a bit, has some heavy observations about society's culture and the cycles they go through over time. I will likely come back to this at some point in the future, though I haven't had a chance to touch it since then. Mastering the New Media Landscape by Barbara Hendricks and Rusty Shelton. It's a good breakdown of influencer style use of social media primarily with a heavy focus on Twitter. Every individual business and organization is a micromedia outlet. Stop chasing access to other people's platforms. The masses fractured back into individuals who now each have the power to customize and consume their own content stream. Drive by Daniel Pink presents his ideas about the development of motivation. It's a good look at how the field is adapting to changes of preference in employment and lifestyle. Life After Google by George Gilder. It's a great overview of blockchain freemium service models based on advertising and addresses their relationship with computation distribution, telecoms, and the politics of money. I did a longer review of this. It is available on YouTube as well. 